May my words be acceptable to you, O God, and may they not become a means of my own or another's oppression. Please be seated. I'm going to take just a brief moment to say thank you very much for inviting me here today. Uh, those of you who are with us uh, over the coffee hour or gathering time, we uh, did a brief forum and I showed a, a quick film about uh, Common Cathedral and things that we do. And I will be there after the service this morning and we can talk some more about that. Some years back, I used to work near Downtown Crossing in Boston. Sometimes over lunch, I would go out for a walk around the shops and through the common. It felt good to get out of the office, especially on a nice summer day or in the fall when the leaves had changed color. Now, there was a man who would sit on the common with his dog, and he had a cardboard sign asking for help. I, I often thought it would be a good idea for me to bring him a small pack of dog food and give it to him. I don't want to bring the man any food because, well, the dog was an innocent victim of the situation, but the man should, you know, just get a job like everyone else. I somehow blamed him for his predicament. I mean, why couldn't he just get on with it? What was he waiting for? Why couldn't he just quit drinking or quit being lazy or whatever his problem was? You know, just pull himself up by his bootstraps and get over it. Why should I help him? when I needed my paycheck for myself. I felt the same way when I would walk home towards South Station and people would ask me for money. I remember thinking that if I gave money to everyone who asked, soon I too would be out there begging. I've come to learn that my initial reactions to people in need are very common. Many of us tend to believe that people can and should help themselves out of their predicaments. We wonder, why don't they just try harder? And we believe the myth that they have chosen to live the way that they do. But really, given appropriate options, who would choose to live outside during a Boston winter? Many of us also respond out of a sense of our own scarcity believing that if we give and give and give, then we will end up in need ourselves. The level of need out there is simply feels overwhelming. It's too much, too much for any one of us to tackle alone. And so we cope with it by trying to ignore it. When we walk by people begging on the street, we often look away and pretend we don't see them. We we stay engaged in our conversations with our companions, or we pretend to be talking on our cell phones. Sometimes I think, I think that we're afraid that if we really look that person in the eye and recognize their humanity, that we might recognize something of ourselves in them. If we get to know their story, that we might hear something of our own story. If we come to know the person and to be known by them, that we might recognize our own frailty and vulnerability in theirs. I might realize that by a couple of twists of fate or by a couple of wrong turns, that could be me standing there with the cardboard sign and the paper cup. And that's just too scary to think about. So instead, it's easier to draw a big fat line between me and him, to become us 
and them, to commit them to another category that is different from us. Instead of us all being people, children of God, fellow travelers on this earth with many of the same vulnerabilities, we are the blessed, they are the homeless, or the needy, or the less fortunate. It makes them seem less than human, even less loved by God. We come to believe it, and so do they. I think we all as a society, and especially as people of faith, whether we put our faith in the grace of God or in the goodness of humanity, we have some culpability in the fact that people sleep on the streets. We have let our economy become one where even people who do have a steady income, whether from work, disability insurance, or public assistance, still cannot afford a safe, decent place to live. The solution to homelessness is housing. Not just shelter, but safe, affordable, stable housing. It's necessary for every human being, regardless if they are able to work, regardless if they have the physical, mental, or addiction-related disabilities. Housing is a basic human need and a basic human right. If our families, communities, and churches we're better safety nets, and we're willing to carry people even when they can't pull themselves up by their bootstraps, even when they are dealing with drugs and things we don't like to talk about, alcoholism, mental illness, or poverty. If we could model our actions after God's economy, where grace is freely given and never earned, then none of us, even the most vulnerable among us, would ever have to experience homelessness. Since I have come to know people who experience homelessness and material need, I have come to fill some of my own spiritual needs, even ones I didn't know that I had. I have discovered great freedom in learning from my congregation, who carry all of their material belongings with them, just how little I actually need. I feel honored to associate with people who are outcast and marginalized to wash their feet just like Jesus did. Lastly, I have been entrusted with some very difficult stories which help me to remember that the thing we all need, we all need love. Because the common theme among these stories is tragedy. Whether it's from abuse, war, accident or illness, or some combination of all the above. Substance abuse and mental illness, usually depression, are often involved, sometimes as a contributing factor to their homelessness or sometimes as a result of their experience of homelessness. In the face of all that, many people have simply given up and often don't believe that they deserve anything better than what they have. So why should they try? If this feels uncomfortable and overwhelming for you to hear about, think of how it feels for the people who are living it. But there's good news. At Common Cathedral, we form supportive spiritual community to help people rise above the despair and hopelessness they feel so that they can advocate for themselves to receive the basic necessities of life. We meet them where they are, on the streets, and try to help them find hope 
through witnessing to God's love. Our ministers, volunteers, and prayer congregations build relationships with the poorest people of Boston to walk with them on their journey and to be the embracing, loving family that they need. Everyone, everyone needs a place where they are known by their name and where they can feel safe and loved and valued. Common Cathedral is that place that spiritual home, that family in which people who have experienced homelessness for a long time can begin to find hope for a better life. A large part of Ecclesia's mission is to bring together housed and unhoused people in spiritual community. When church groups like yours visit Common Cathedral, they usually come because they want to help. They're often focused on feeding lunch and on filling the needs of others. But once they've been part of our worshiping community, once they've stood side by side with people who live outside and praise the same God, once they've held hands with them and proclaimed that we will overcome, by the end, they're usually telling me it was hard to tell who was homeless and who wasn't. I mean, they're just like us. These faithful people who come with the intention of feeding the poorest among us are often surprised to find that they, too, were fed by this interaction. So how can you be involved in bringing love and healing to the poorest and most vulnerable people in our society? Well, first and foremost, I ask that you keep Common Cathedral community in your prayers. You can also partner with us in other ways, by providing funding, volunteers for our worship service, our art and movie programs, and our service learning opportunities. To learn more about our programs, please check out our website and our Facebook page, and I have some materials downstairs uh, that we can hand out, and I'll be glad to answer any questions and have a discussion with you after the service. Thank you very much. Amen.